This week on this one year anniversary special of the Weekly Muse. We celebrate one year of Lyrics of Their Life podcast. We take a look at all the latest news involving Britney Spears, Iggy Azalea and Halsey. And I reveal when you can expect the podcast to return for the second half of season two. All that and more coming your way on this special edition of the Weekly Muse. Hello and welcome to a very special one year anniversary edition of the Weekly Muse, where I bring you the latest news and events from around the world of music today. Today on the 20th of July 2021, it marks exactly a year since the very first episode of Lyrics of Their Life aired, which kicked off with the Freddie Mercury story. It's been an amazing ride to get to where we are today, and I couldn't have done it without every single one of my loyal listeners out there. So thank you for tuning in, subscribing, and providing your support. It really means a lot. I'm so proud of how far this podcast has come over just a year, and I love that I can continue to share my love of music with you all. Just running over the podcast's achievements so far, the podcast has been downloaded now over 15,000 times. We've reached over 30 different countries and continents, including Australia, New Zealand, Africa, Canada, the US, UK, South America, Asia, and Europe, while also charting at number one and in the top 10 in a range of countries on a range of the music podcast charts. While finally, the Stevie Nicks story, followed closely by Freddie Mercury, has become our most downloaded episode overall, with Stevie Nicks' episode totaling over 1,300 listens. So once again, thank you to everyone who has helped contribute to the success of this podcast so far, and hopefully we can go to the next level during year two of the podcast, because there is certainly so much more to come, and musician stories that I just can't wait to bring to you. Well, as usual with the Weekly Muse, there's a fair bit to go through, so let's get straight into it. Musicians celebrating their birthdays on this very day include Kim Carnes, known best for the hit song Betty Davis Eyes, as she turns 76, guitar legend Carlos Santana turns 74, lovable American and Australian musician Marsha Hines turns 68, Toby Vale, who was the former girlfriend of Kurt Cobain and a member of all-female punk band Bikini Kill, turns 52, and Aussie rocker Andrew Stockdale of the band Wolfmother turns 45 today. While finally, Soundgarden frontman Chris Cornell was born on this day in 1964. He would have been 57 had he lived on. On this day in music history, in 1940, the official US Billboard Singles Music Chart made its debut with the first number one being I'll Never Smile Again by Frank Sinatra and the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. In 1986, the film called Sid and Nancy, based on the life of Sex Pistols' wild bass guitarist, Sid Vicious, premiered in London. In the year 2000, the Evergreen Ballroom in Washington burnt to the ground, destroying a long-running legacy that saw the likes of Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, Ike and Tina Turner, and Fats Domino all pass through there for gigs. And in 2017, the world went into mourning for the death of beloved lead singer of Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, who sadly took his own life at the age of 41. Over the past week or so, we saw a number of new single releases, including Tones and I with Just a Mess, Laney with Up to Me, Could Cry Just Thinking About You by Troy Sivan, 
the Kid Leroy teams with Justin Bieber for a long-awaited collaboration on the track Stay, Imagine Dragons with Wrecked, Chet Faker returns with It's Not You, Billie Eilish released NDA, and finally one that we can't forget, which came out a few weeks ago now, Ed Sheeran with his incredibly catchy new track, Bad Habits. In interesting circumstances, Italian rock band Mainskin have seen a huge surge in the popularity of their track Beggin, thanks to the song going viral on TikTok. This has seen the song chart worldwide, and while I'm not a fan of tracks becoming popular through TikTok, this is one song that actually deserves the recognition, and is quite the tune. Notable and new albums released recently include Tones and I with Welcome to the Madhouse, Chet Faker with Hotel Surrender, Pop Smoke with Faith, KSI with All Over the Place, The Veronica's Return with Human, Aussie rock legend Jimmy Barnes with Flesh and Blood, and finally after nine years, the band The Warflowers, best known for the 90s hit One Headlight, released an album called Exit Wounds. However, my album of the week, hands down, would be John Mayer with Sob Rock. From start to finish, Mayer provides us with 80s nostalgia, mixed in with a modern twist, his relaxing and soothing vocals, and his underappreciated guitar riffs, making for a perfect album from start to finish. The album is well produced and makes for easy listening. The best tracks on the album include New Light, which has already been out for a few years, but finds its home on the new album, while Last Train Home gives off Africa by Toto vibes. It's hard not to mention every song, but some of the other standouts for me were the songs Shouldn't Matter, But It Does, Wild Blue, Why You Know Love Me, Shot In The Dark, I Guess I Just Feel Like, and Carry Me Away. Well worth a listen if you enjoy rock ballads or if you're a John Mayer fan, and I highly recommend checking it out. This week on the singles charts in Australia, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber with Stay takes out the number one spot, pushing Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits to number two after three weeks in the top spot. Olivia Rodrigo with Good For You drops to three after having a good run at number one in previous weeks. While as mentioned earlier, Italian rock band Mainskin with Beggin sits in fourth place after peaking at third the week earlier. The same goes for New Zealand, who have the exact same order as Australia on their charts this week. Around the globe on the singles charts sees Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits at number one in the UK, Europe and Canada, while Butter by K-pop band BTS sits in the top spot in the US. On the album charts this week in Australia, the US and New Zealand, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo is at number one still, while in the UK, Irish band Inhaler hold the top spot with It Won't Always Be Like This. This week in the news, we announced a few weeks ago that 26-year-old American pop star Halsey had revealed that she was pregnant to her partner, Aleva Din, who is involved in the film industry as a screenwriter. Their baby was expected to arrive around June or July, and in fact she was born last Wednesday, as Halsey announced via social media with a photo of the couple and their newborn, and writing, Gratitude for the most rare and euphoric birth, powered by love, followed by the name of their child being Ender Ridley Aiden. In other news, 31-year-old Aussie rapper and hip-hop artist Iggy Azalea has declared that she will be stepping away from the music industry for a few years to focus on her son Onyx, as well as other projects and interests. Iggy is currently a single mother, raising her child, and she is currently a permanent resident of the US after leaving behind her home country of Australia. 
Iggy will officially step away after the release of her third studio album, titled End of an Era, which is set to be released in August. Iggy first burst onto the scene in 2014 with her debut album, A New Classic, which became a number one hit on the US rap charts and a top five album in the UK and Australia, and scored her biggest hit with the song Fancy, which went to number one on the US Hot 100. But since then, Iggy has had a wave of controversy come her way following her comments regarding racism in the US for coming across as racist herself and for cultural appropriation in her lyrics. However, it will be interesting to see how Iggy's new album fares and what she will be like in a few years time after her break, whether it's a style change or as some suggested that she will try her hand at acting. As Iggy said, End of an Era is so special to me because after I drop my album next month, I'm going to take a few years to focus on other creative projects and things I'm feeling passionate about and inspired by beyond music. I'm excited for you guys to see different sides to me in the future. Shifting my energy and focus to what I'm most excited about is what is right for me and I hope you'll continue to support whatever creative projects I'm out here doing. In our main story this week, as you've probably already heard, the battle for Britney Spears to be free of her conservatorship is heating up, with Britney speaking out about the control her father Jamie Spears has over her $81 million estate and conservatorship, which was court approved in 2008, over fears for Britney's mental health. Granting him full control over basically everything, his now 39-year-old pop star daughter says or does. Although after months of speculation, documentaries and fear that Britney was in need of help through cryptic TikTok videos and support through the Free Britney movement, which has got us closer to the truth, as Britney broke her silence on social media and revealed in a fiery post that she too would like to step away from music by saying, quote, I'm not going to be performing on any stages anytime soon with my dad handling what I wear, say, do or think. I've done that for the past 13 years. I'd much rather share videos, yes, from my living room, instead of on stage in Vegas, where some people were so far gone, they couldn't even shake my hand, and I ended up getting a contact high from weed all the time. Which I didn't mind, but it would have been nice to be able to go to the motherfucking spa. And no, I'm not going to put on heavy makeup and try, try, try on stage again and not be able to do the real deal with remixes of my songs for years and begging to put my new music in my shows for my fans. So I quit. Spears also took aim at her 30-year-old sister, Jamie Lynn, who has been performing Britney's music in public and at previous award shows, when she said, quote, I don't like that my sister showed up at an award show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. She also added in another statement, This conservatorship killed my dreams, so all I have is hope, and hope is the only thing in this world that is very hard to kill. What is also extremely sad is the fact that the now 39-year-old Britney Spears has been wanting to start a family of her own for quite some time now, with her 27-year-old partner Sam Asghari, who Britney first met on the set of her music video called Slumber Party back in 2016 as Sam was one of the backing dancers and cleverly snuck his number into her bag, starting their relationship from there, with rumours currently circulating that Britney and Sam are now secretly engaged after a large ring was spotted on her finger in a photograph. Britney had spoke for over 20 minutes in a statement in her June 23rd court case regarding the conservatorship, 
that, quote, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have an IUD inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the IUD out so I could start trying to have another baby. But this so-called team won't let me get to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have any more children. So basically this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does. But having a child, a family, any of those things, and more so. The hearing for Britney's case will resume in an LA courtroom on the 29th of September to reassess all these matters. Britney was finally granted the permission to hire her own lawyer, choosing Matthew Rosegart, after criticising her previous pre-appointed lawyer of providing her with little information about her legal options and coaxing her to stay quiet about certain aspects of her mistreatment under her father. While Brittany and her new lawyer are yet to file a formal request to end the conservatorship, it is very likely that they will and push for this aggressively, as Brittany recently pleaded in her last court appearance that her father was abusing the conservatorship, being cruel, and stating, quote, I want to press charges against my father today. I want an investigation into my dad. I'm angry, and I will go there. With a bit of luck and justice, Brittany will gain her rights back as no one deserves to be treated that way. And let's hope that justice is served. Coming up on lyrics of their life in the second half of season two is the story of Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper and Richie Valens in The Day The Music Died, which will be released on our new release day on the Wednesday, the 4th of August, which is just about two weeks away. In The Day The Music Died, we will follow each of the three musicians' journeys from birth to the moment that they boarded the plane that would unfortunately signal the end of their life. What exactly caused the crash and what legacy did the three leave behind? Then I'll bring you the stories of Billie Eilish, ACDC, Mike Posner, Janis Joplin, Robert Johnson and of course Eminem, as well as a bonus episode featuring a Canadian artist who is currently taking the world by storm with his music and mysterious persona, but you'll have to wait and see who that is. Plenty more to come this season, so don't you worry. Thank you all so much for joining me for this very special one year anniversary episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget if you are really enjoying the podcast, it would be highly appreciated if you could leave a positive review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen, as this helps the podcast be seen and pushes us up the rankings so others can enjoy the podcast too. Share the podcast with your friends, family and fellow music lovers to let them know what they have been missing out on. And if you haven't yet clicked the follow or subscribe button to the podcast, then make sure you do so you don't miss out when new episodes are released. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok and our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com. If you're feeling really generous, you can even head to Patreon or buymeacoffee.com and support the podcast for as little as $1 a month with no locking contract. Just a little something to show your appreciation and to keep the podcast going. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host Adam Hampton and this is Lyrics of Their Life.